Music talks in different ways. Hi there, I'm Tony Reed. In this episode, we dive into the world of the bamboo flute, one of the oldest musical instruments known in China. Celebrated flutist Tang Junqiao joins us today, sharing with us several of her very own hand-picked songs. Tang is a leading figure of contemporary Chinese folk music who's been to many parts of the world performing concertos with the bamboo flute among internationally known orchestras. She's also an educator currently with the Shanghai Conservatory of Music. Among her varied repertoire, Tang has specifically chosen traditional pieces from the 1950s and 60s to pay tribute to master flutists of the older generation who have made significant contributions to the popularization of the instrument. 那么我觉得发展到今天，中国的竹笛的曲目非常的多样，形式也非常多。After all these years of development, now the bamboo flute has rich repertoires. There are quite a few new generation composers who have created concertos for the instrument. But the reason why I'd like to share some old school music is that many people are forgetting the traditional pieces. And in all actuality, modern works come from traditional ones. According to Tang, there are two major styles of bamboo flute music in China, namely from the north and the south. As geographically indicated, they represent musical styles from the northern and southern parts of the country, characterized by distinctive playing techniques and tunes. In this episode, Tang shares both styles with us. The first piece you're about to hear is three, five, seven.
，沙武清呢就是南派的一个代表人物，啊，他也是我的老师，赵松亭先生。This is a flute solo piece created by Zhao Songting, one of the representatives of the Southern School, who was also my teacher. He rearranged it based on a Wu opera tune originated in Zhejiang Province. The title was inspired by a poem called "Remembering Jiangnan," written by Tang Dynasty poet Bai Juyi. The first three verses of the poem, respectively, have three, five, and seven Chinese characters, hence the name. Tang says the bamboo flute had been widely used as an accompaniment for various art forms until the 1950s, when it officially took the center stage as a solo instrument, featuring a mellow tune. The Southern School of Flute Music is closely related to one of the oldest existent forms of Chinese opera called Quinchu Opera. Three, five, seven. When speaking of the instrument, Tang says initially she didn't know much about its history, but now she feels a sense of awe after learning about the origin of the flute. In the seventh century, the seventh and the eighth centuries, all through our ancestral experts, in the ancient ruins, found a flute. In the 1970s and 80s, archaeologists excavated relic sites in China housing the earliest flutes made of animal bones. One was excavated at the Hemudu relic site in Zhejiang Province, which dates back 7,000 years. Later, a number of bone flutes were unearthed at the Jiahu Neolithic site in Henan Province. According to estimates, they date back to 8 or 9,000 years ago. 八千多，甚至是要到九千年这样一个历史段位的古代的一个文物。Tong says these ancient flutes were made of the bones of large birds and might not have been used as musical instruments at the very beginning. It's believed that hunters blew into the flute to send signals to one another by making distant sounds. But with time, they may have provided music of their own. Just like today's instrument, there were five, seven, or even eight holes on these artifacts. Some speculate that these ancestors might have played the flute to possibly celebrate a successful hunt. 当然，如果我们今天去看博物馆里面陈列的这些考古的古笛，它很斑斓的。Now, when we look at the ancient flutes displayed in the museum, they are slightly damaged, but are still well preserved. Basically, they share the same structure as the one we play today. The moment you see it, you marvel at how amazing the Chinese flute is. They have been passed down for thousands of years and haven't changed much, except that they were made of bones back then instead of bamboo. Coming up next is a piece from the Northern School titled "Peddling Vegetables." It was composed by the late master flutist Liu Guanyue.
过去的这些老艺术家写的作品呢，它跟现在的很多作曲家写的不一样。Traditional flute music is different from today's works. Nowadays, many flute instrumentals tend to be impressionistic, yet traditional ones are more realistic. Like this piece, as its title suggests, the music depicts a scene of an old farmer carrying a shoulder pole that is loaded with vegetables and walking slowly towards you from a distance. It's very vivid and lifelike. Very that life-like scene. 昆曲的这个代表作品传到今天，都从明代传下来的。Many representative works of Kunqu opera today are passed down from the Ming Dynasty. And the relationship between kunchu and the bamboo flute was like that of fish and water, as the flute served as the main instrument. That's why kunchu helped drive the development of the bamboo flute at that time. However, after its heyday, the instrument's decline ensued in the following decades. Tong says many artists had struggled to keep flute music alive until the founding of the People's Republic of China in 1949. 那么到了一九四九年，中华人民共和国建国之后，在国家的这个号召下，国家的大力推动下，中国的这个民族文化。Since 1949, the country has encouraged the development of folk culture. Traditional Chinese instruments ushered in a new era of development that is apparent to this very day. The same is for the bamboo flute. It was also during that period that master flutists from different regions formed the northern and southern schools, which have influenced the subsequent development of the instrument. Coming up next, we have "Morning," another work composed by the southern school flutist Zhao Songting.
为赵老师他们都是解放之前有过痛苦人生经历的老一辈艺术家。Mr. Zhao and many other artists of the older generation had gone through some hardships before 1949. They then welcomed the beginning of a new era, just like the rising sun in the morning. This piece reflects the composer's yearning for a bright future for the motherland. 它代表了一种心中的这种，啊，对祖国美好未来的这种向往。That was morning. Tang says over the years, artists of the new generation have broken down the pre-existing barriers between the southern and northern styles and gradually embraced integrations. Many flutists have also formed musical styles of their own with the instrument. Coming up next is a piece called "A New Song of Herdsmen." The song depicts the vast grasslands, the blue sky, and white clouds prevalent in Inner Mongolia Autonomous Region in North China.
中国竹笛传统作品当中有几首是特别的，在中华大地上几乎被所有的学习竹笛演奏的人都喜爱的一首就是这个《牧民新歌》。This track is among the most popular traditional flute pieces favored by flute learners. It's composed by renowned flutist Jian Guangyi. It portrays the scene of herdsmen grazing cattle and sheep on the prairies of Inner Mongolia, and praises the country's beautiful mountains and rivers. Says the bamboo flute is a versatile instrument that can fit into different musical genres. Like we heard in this piece, the flute has the capacity to embody the sound of Mongolian folk music. Actually, Chinese flute is the most beautiful part. It is because China is a country with vast lands. China is a country with vast lands and many ethnic groups. Its varying regions have substantially distinctive customs and cultures, especially in the realm of music. What makes the bamboo flute attractive is that it can produce music with different regional characteristics. Was a new song of herdsmen, and with that, we come to the end of this edition of Music Talks. To hear more from us, be sure to find us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. We hope to see you here next time. But until then, bye for now.